Online communities have been around since the beginning of the internet, starting with chat rooms and online forums. People have always found ways to communicate with each other online. But because of social media, improved technology, and most recently COVID, online communities have only gotten bigger and better. These communities are vital to the internet. You can meet so many new people through different platforms like Discord, Slack, LFG forums, LFG standing for looking for group, social media group pages, and many other places that allow you to just find your tribe. Think about this: when your parents were your age in high school or college, and everyone was going off to college, they probably lost touch with their friends and maybe even never saw them again. That is a thing of the past because of online communities. Because of the internet, I'm able to play Warzone and League with all of my friends from high school and keep in touch with everyone I knew back then. It's amazing, isn't it? And to talk a little bit more about how online communities can be beneficial to your life, this is Emma, who's a graduate from Marist College. She's a part of a few communities like We Are Next, Subtle Asian Adoptee, and Freelancing Females, just to name a few. Online student communities give you the opportunity to cross paths with people who you wouldn't necessarily encounter on a daily basis. To me, this is a benefit comparable to dating apps. Networking and connecting with people in communities where there's a big common denominator is essential for learning more about what you want and pursuing your passions. Developing relationships in these communities can be a little bit difficult since you can't see them outside of a chat box or a Zoom call. However, it's kind of like dating at first. You need to get to know these people that you're interacting with and learn more about them. Over time, relationships will develop, and again, it takes time, but the payoff is definitely worth it because it can mean new connections, new opportunities, and maybe even a new friend. You just have to be patient. I'll share more on how to cultivate these relationships over time later in this episode because Brittany has something to say about one of the best parts of online communities. She's a student at the University of Washington and is also a part of consulting as well as baking communities online. One of the things I like the most about online communities is that you can learn from people all around the world because you're not limited in regards to geographical regions or areas. While talking to people who are in online communities is also easier to communicate because you can do so on your own time, and you can also refer to a lot of different resources a bunch of people have compiled together, rather than just one person or two people. There's an advantage that comes with a large group chat, and this is that people can ask other questions that you hadn't thought of or you hadn't considered before, and the answer or information is still something that you're interested in. You can meet so many different wonderful people through these communities that you would have never known about because they don't live near you. I've got one of my close friends who lives in Detroit. We've never met in person before, but we talk all the time about marketing because that's what he does for a living, and that's sort of what I do too. He shares insights into the advertising and e-commerce world, while I give him insights on what influencers are trending as well as what's going on on the world of social. But then the question is, where on the web can you find these communities? Research, 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 and word of mouth. Be vocal about your passions with people you meet. They'll most likely throw a Facebook group resource or something out of the, or something of the like out, and then you'll find yourself a part of something you didn't know existed. And when that happens, it's extremely rewarding. You got to do a little digging, but in the end, I promise you, it'll be worth it. When you're searching up for these online communities, try using keywords that appeal to you. Looking for a casual Fortnite or Warzone group to play with? Try googling casual Warzone communities. 
Or if you are of Asian descent and you're trying to break into the podcasting industry, try Googling Asian podcast communities. And who knows, maybe you'll find yourself in a brand new community or at a Facebook group. There are a bunch of platforms for finding and hosting online communities. I found most of my online communities through talking to other students with similar interests or just searching on Facebook since there are so many different communities there. Sometimes if you look for a community that you're even the slightest bit interested in, you'll find something interesting. Overall, I would say that Discord, Slack, and Facebook have been really helpful in hosting large communities online and are my go-tos. Adding on the words Slack group or Discord channel or Facebook group after your keywords on that Google search is a super cheat code when it comes to finding these communities. And if one doesn't pop up, that could be your sign to make one of your own. By networking, you'll find yourself with many different doors opening up, but remember to keep things consistent within that community that you're going into. The last thing that you want to do is present yourself as that person that creates a toxic environment even if you're in this niche community. Almost everyone in these communities has a job that they have to go and do that you probably don't know about. Who knows what it is? They could be your future boss or even a future hiring manager. And either way, even if it's a basket weaving community, no one wants to basket weave with someone who's toxic. Finally, before we wrap up, let's have Emma give us one final cheat code when it comes to networking in these online communities. Put yourself out there. Be persistent, be welcoming, and have an open mind. And be yourself, of course. As a student, it can feel like you're alone, but you'd be surprised about how many shared experiences you have with others. I have faith in you. Imagine that you are the only person in your town that likes to play Fortnite. No one else plays with you and no one has any idea what the heck you're even talking about. But with online communities, you could be playing with Tucker from Long Beach, aka The Legend 27 or Barry Bongo from Alaska, all on a squad game. And remember that friend from Detroit that I talked about earlier and how to build relationships with people over time? Well, that story encompasses this whole episode. Over the past four years, I've become really close with a friend named Leanne. We met through the LinkedIn Campus Editor program. He lived in Detroit. I lived in Orlando, so we never actually met. But over the years, we've stayed in touch. At the beginning, we lost way too many times in Fortnite together. And as we've grown up in our careers, we also have tried to team up on a few business ideas too. Through all of this, we've gotten pretty close, but again, never met in person. Last week, I flew up to Connecticut and I took a day trip to New York where Leanne was staying for a few months. We met up for the first time ever and it honestly felt like how I would meeting any of my close friends from back home even though this was literally the first time that I met Leanne in person. Online connections are different, but that doesn't mean that they aren't real. And another way that you can grow those online communities and connections is this. Well, that's about it. I'm out.